Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a bunch of topics and talk about them for as long as the dice decide. All so, right. For our first topic, I think uh, it's the topic we always start off with. What have you been up to hobby-wise? Ah, uh, so let's roll it. Yeah, I oh, don't have I my dice now, so I yeah, should roll it then. this time. What's, what's under here is a privateer press dice and the icon symbol is a it's a six wow six. Oh my god man well that this is bad because since the last time we talked i actually haven't done much hobbying but i actually have done some stuff so uh-huh. last time i talked about how i had uh I'd done uh, a mi- cleaned up a mission for Rangers of Shadowdeep that I was yep. working on just so that you can start it. But this time I've actually decided to start painting for the new year and I've gone big. So I just started working on my orc uh, Gorkonaut. Oh, which okay. is, so yeah, I think like I said that I was going to pause for a while, but I don't know. I just felt like working on it. If you're on a roll with the orcs. Yeah. So yeah, are you going to so this? I just finished, like I said, like last time, I just finished my Orc War Boss. So this is literally my last Orc model. And then I'm done painting all the Orcs I have. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. Pretty much of a Technically, I have one Runter, but I don't want it. So so do you intend to use the airbrush on this? Because this is a bigger model in some place where you could actually get a lot of use out of it. So oh. you said before that you might actually bust it out for a project like this. I thought so, but then I decided that I probably don't like airbrushes and I might actually sell my airbrush because uh, I really don't want to use it. It's too much trouble. So you know what I did instead? Oh, you I bought used a giant ass brush. Yeah, I bought a giant okay. ass brush, like uh, maybe two thirds of an inch, maybe, maybe yeah, two thirds of an inch brush. And I yep. painted it with that. And now I'm going back with like a, one of the large brushes, like a seven or an eight the big ass thick ones so they're like half a centimeter or more yeah. and i'm paying and then i went to a half centimeter brush and, and i'm using those so it's uh i don't know it's working pretty well i don't see the desire i have no real desire to use an airbrush uh, okay well, i guess you haven't used it much you're not gonna like yeah it's being packed away about it plus yeah yeah. It, it, yeah it's just packed away i'm just like why take it out it's so much trouble and then you have to worry about aerosolized paint that's bad for your lungs. And I'm just like, ah, forget it. Well, that's why I just resolved to leave my airbrush spray booth right at the front of my painting area and the airbrush right next to me, even though they all pack uh-huh. away nicely. I'm just like, if I don't just leave this out all the time. I'm never going to use the airbrush yeah. when it comes time to use that's it. True. So it just, it just has to stay as part of your painting desk. I think <clears throat> if you're going to make it part of your painting process. Yeah, so, I think so. I think it really does have to be out there. Otherwise, it's just too much trouble. Using the big brushes is fine. Honestly, painting large surfaces, it's faster. Like if you're just talking about laying down some paint, it is actually faster unless you buy like a special airbrush or this giant, just to use a giant brush. Like it's so yeah, fast. Just, you just yeah, I think just for getting a thick water durable coat of yeah, for getting a thick yeah. durable coat of paint on, I think you want to use just brush on for your first coat. But then yeah. for doing like big smooth highlights, the airbrush and like yeah. big smooth shadows. I, yeah. It's really good for that. So I think the Gorkonaut could have used it, but anyways. Now, so <clears throat> maybe for the next large model I do just to, for fun, cause you know, we mm-hmm. talked about how 
part of the fun is just experimenting with painting and doing stuff. So this current guy, I'm just going to have fun with this giant brush, try it out. But the next large model, I probably will try an airbrush again, just, just to see if like, I really like airbrushing enough to continue it, or if I'm just going to sell my airbrush and be done with it. Yeah. So I think I've mentioned on the last D6 minutes, I've been painting 012. So the latest thing I've done is just painting skin tones. But because I've come up with so many skin tone formulas, they're all written down. I've just gone back to old formulas to paint all of them. And it makes it so much easier to paint skin tones. Because I find if, if I don't, the first time I try out like a formula for a skin tone, it probably just screws up. Yeah, of course. So once I've skin got- Skin tone has some, to be very much more exact to real life. Otherwise it just looks weird. Yeah, you're- your eyes pick up the fact that it's not very human. Like if you go too orange, it gets weird. You paint something too blue, it gets weird. So yeah. it's made that step way, way easier. So it's actually pretty relaxing to paint skin tones, don'ts on a whole bunch of things. And yeah. the other sort of, I guess, hobby thing I've done is I went back because <clears throat> we've been talking about like how many guys do you have backlog or like uh -huh. in your box for different games. So I went back and uh -huh. looked at all the infinity guys I have and started counting them. And I got to like 80 in one box, but and I'm like, I'm not even moving to the next boxes. <clears throat> like I was tired after them. the 80. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was going to catalog like, them all too, but I'm like, I think uh -huh. I actually know what I have. So there's no point yeah. in cataloging it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Not. I actually did start a little bit on my infinity again. So my two projects now are Gorkonaut and then Infinity. I also actually technically assembled one more uh did I say that? I don't know if it was in between or maybe it was from the last one. I assembled the mm -hmm. uh, one plague Marine. So okay. I have that ready to go. That's just like an extra thing to assemble. Uh-huh. Well, I figure I've probably got like 110 infinity models that aren't assigned to any army. <laughs> they're just around 10 that are not assigned. And they're not old either. Like I'm not counting old stuff because I've replaced armies. Like I've replaced old. Chaz I think Bastard. I have probably a hundred but those are for the armies because i'm trying to replace all of my armies mm -hmm. with new stuff so i have basically two full yujing like large sizable armies for yujing and hack islam and then i have a bit of nomads too yeah all right well i think we successfully did six minutes on what we've been up to all right got, a, all got right. an interesting topic uh mm, do you want me to go for another one no nah. Nope. But I'll, I'll still say one. So, you know, we've been painting. We just talked about painting So and, and exploring new things. So my question is, what is your favorite new color? Three. All right. I won't totally use up the whole podcast. Mm -hmm. What is my favorite new color? Oh, what if I... So I guess the easy answer to that is oh. that a lot of the... I've been using mostly Vallejo model color, uh -huh. but I found that a lot of the colors sort of in the brighter range only mm -hmm. have like pretty light covers, like the light yellows and the bright oranges have very light coverage. So you've got to start from something much deeper and much less saturated and then paint mm -hmm. up to them. <clears throat> yep. But like, obviously that's more work. So also a lot of them will turn out shiny if they're not well shaken. Mm -hmm. which this is all just more work to paint these really bright, vibrant colors using model color. I mean, you can do it. Okay. But lately I bought some scale 75 reds and a few other uh -huh. ones. Yep. And I found I can like start much closer getting nice, flat, good coverage with uh -huh. scale 75 reds. I've got to get some more of the oranges and yellows to try them out. But mm -hmm. it seems like 
they'll probably take the place of a lot of those Vallejo paints for painting really bright stuff, just because they're less likely to turn shiny. And I can just go right for that bright tone to start with. Okay. Yeah. So what is the specific color? The red? Do you have a, a name of it? Called, you pick it up? And it is called Blood Red SC36. <laughs> and there was another like magenta version I bought as well, which from the color charts, I didn't think it'd be very magenta, which I'm not sure I'll use too much, but the, just the basic blood red is like it's your, what you think of as pure yeah. red. Yeah. Okay. So for me, um, I don't know. I kind of mentioned these before. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll have two. So I think the one that the last one that I had a lot of fun with was the bronze, the Vallejo bronze color. From the really... line? Or a different yes. line? Uh, it's, it's from, it's the, it's the, I believe it's the model air. Because they've got game but color. But it's not for the small one. Like it's the, oh, maybe it is game color. But anyways, it's a bronze color from Vallejo. I, I don't have it with me, right? So, mm -hmm. um, but that's the last one I had a lot of fun. Like, I just like that color. And like I said, I haven't used metallics for a long time. I've been saying that quite a bit. And uh, it's kind of fun to experiment with that. So I really want to use that uh, more. Um, there's also another color that I've kind of come around to. Um, so usually I like painting reds and blues. Um, but because I was painting orcs, I've been using a lot of flat park green. And I really like that green. I think it's called, it's a Vallejo color as well. It's a model color. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just a nice color. And, and I used to try to do it more bluey, right? So, so something more blue, uh, so but I, I just like- Is it so called flat green? I know there's a flat green. Should be like, I think it's park green, flat park green. I don't know. I, I that's I believe the name. Maybe they've changed the name. I'm gonna stick to this one. Flat park green. Oh, okay. The the time is up on that. So I guess I will ask the final question while you sorry. It's park green flat. Oh, okay. Usually they put the flat up front when they in their names. Very interesting. Yep. It's actually a bluish green. So oh. Neat. Okay. Is it very saturated or not? Yes, it's very saturated and very nice color. But does it's, it look very dark when you see the bottom? It's more green than emerald, basically. It's kind of like emerald, but more green. Hmm. Okay. Usually I just sort of get their vibrant colors, then knock them down is my approach for using model color to, to paint the blues and greens. Anyhow. All right. On to our final topic with the one minute plus left. So, hmm. All right, let's stick with the painting topic. Sure. And I think we may have talked about this a little bit on one of the other podcasts, longer ones, but mm -hmm. I think that we could say something quick about this. So with Games Workshop having out their contrast paints and then Army Painter in 2022, they're going to come up with their speed paints, which are basically something that you like slap on over top of a light base coat quickly. And then mm -hmm. you get sort of like, you get a gradient towards the yep. color really quickly without having to do all the shading. How would you say is the best way to use that type of paint? All right, two. Okay, that works out pretty well. Um, I think we've talked about this before, so I'll just reiterate. Um, basically, I'd say you lay down a very, very desaturated but bright color 
of the color that you want. So let's say you're doing yellow, you might use a German yellow uh, or beige. So you're suggesting desaturated because often those contrast paints will have quite a bit of saturation to them. Yeah, you want to yep. desat. I think you want a desaturated one, and then you layer on top of it <clears throat> the contrast paint, which which ups the saturation, right? But also shades it. So you also want it to be bright, so that actually shade it. I don't, yeah. and I think you would block out the, the colors in some sort of desaturated uh, light color, uh, and then you'd lay down your contrast paints. So I know yeah, that the main contrast way to they, they say to do it is basically just use like a some sort of white or beige but i think you could expand that out to be like light blues light oranges those kind of things and like yellows and and then put on the, the contrast paint on top yeah my guess is they only actually do that to sort of sell you the product so you can see what the color is you're getting but they're probably not really telling you the best way to use it to get like a good looking outcome because when you go over top of those like just white as they usually show, it's going to give you a really desaturated color. That's not going to look natural at all. But if you put in the extra work to lay down those base coats, <clears throat> mm -hmm. you're going to get it to look. You can really like, punch it up. You can really punch. Like if you put it over top of like some light desaturated, like some skin tones, like light, use like your light skin tone, then you use their flesh wash, well, not flesh wash, but one of the flesh contrasts over that. Mm -hmm. If you're painting like metallics, not metallics, but something that's supposed to be metal, you like put down a very light gray. And then maybe afterwards, yeah. just do some streaks of like off white to make it look like it has glint if you're painting NMM with it. Okay. So. Yeah. And you can always, if you do it this way, you can also just go back after. So, so the contrast paint will be your, your shade, right? Your, your, your uh, wash. And then you can do your highlights with that mm -hmm. color that was your base coat. So I think it ends up. It should end up looking uh, decent. I gotta try try this more. I haven't really tried it that much. Like we said, we just did some experimenting with contrast paints, and I don't use it that much. But yep. All right. When the well, cheaper versions come out from uh, Army Painter, I'll definitely try again with a, a much more wider wider array of paints. Yep. All right. Is that it? It is. We've only gone over by a minute. <clears throat> All right. So uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you want to, if you have a question that you want to ask us, we'd be happy to answer it for however long the dice decides. You can contact us at dice or everything at, di at dice over everything at gmail. Uh, at gmail. Is it? No way. Contact, at dice, contact at dice over everything .com. It's late. I can't believe I messed this up. But yes, contact at dice over everything .com. Yep, or find us on Facebook or Dice Over Everything. Or if you want to let us know what you're up to or see what we're up to, we you can find us on Dice Over Everything group. All right. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Bye.